Say What? Say What Radio Show. With no agenda, it's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. And howdy out there in Radio Land. This is the Say What Show. It's May 8th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins, and we have quite a uh, roundtable here today. We've got Dolly Howard and Walt Silva and Shala, 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 what am I doing? Avalon, Shala, Avalon, spaced out there, sorry girl. Um, and we've got Jan Shaw. Okay, so um, who wants to go first? Let's say, is Dolly here? Yeah, hi Dolly, how are you? Oh, wait a minute, I got you muted. Hi. Just, just, just give me a oh, second geez. here. You always got okay, me muted. there you go. You're free to talk now. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm doing okay, and I just wanted to say the link that I put in the chat is uh, the the White Hats kind of messed up a little. They got Nancy Pelosi's doppelganger and not her. So you can read about that in Real Raw News. I'm done. <laughs> okay. And um, let's see. Jan, uh, you're here. Jan's here too. Yes. Jan. Yes, I'm oh. here. I was muted. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> well, thank you again for another very informative um, show that just preceded this one, Cosmic Creating. Um, I, I so appreciate your updates. That was a good overview. So what do we finally Thank you. know? But <laughs> it's, it's, do they have any indi- any indication when that Arizona thing's going to end? I don't think. I can't remember. I think they gave a date, something like the middle of May. Oh, good lord! But um, you know, it depends how much messing about these county board of supervisors do and. DOJ and all the rest of them that are trying to do everything in their power to stop it from happening. And of course, the bounty, you know, once it is completed, they'll be questioning the validity, they'll be brushing it under the carpet or trying to, but I don't think they're going to get away with it. So, because when the other things, or, you know, if it starts the avalanche of other audits because it's cast doubt, the Arizona one has cast doubt on the whole thing, then that's when I think we'll see some some changes. But it's just fun to see the panic. I mean, I see a lot of posts on Telegram of Rachel Maddow <laughs> trying to discredit everything, you know, and it's like, yeah, 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 you're all panicking. <laughs> and Dominion as well, of course. They're going after everybody, but you know, people like uh, Mike Lindell have, have uh, um, actually sued them for defamation. And I think um, Lynn Wood has as well. You know, the $1.3 billion lawsuit that they put against um, and Sydney Powell, against Sydney Powell. I don't know if she's um, sued them back or not. I'm not sure about that. But, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> The House of Cards, I hope, will soon come tumbling down. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get into some of the stuff that's happening also that's really interesting. I just want to say hi to Walt. Thank you for being here, Walt. Um, I apparently wasn't clear that we were going to 
<clears throat> do the Tuesday show again because we had done the Saturday show on Tuesday again because <laughs> we just so and it ended up into a third show here. So hi Walt, you there? Hi Nancy, how are you? Good, good. Hi good. everybody. <laughs> and if if the if the say sound... what? What? What show are we doing? Say what? You got me confused on what you just said. Never mind. <laughs> All I have to know is we're doing say what. It's Saturday. Saturday again? I thought it was Saturday like two days ago. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. See, I wasn't the only one confused. <laughs> well, tell tell me about it. I said to to Nancy yesterday, I said, I can't believe it's show day again tomorrow. I mean, it comes around so fast. <laughs> Shut Hi, up. Walt. Hi, Walt. Hi there. Shella, how are you doing today? You've muted. There Sorry, you go. I couldn't uh, unmute myself. Yeah, I don't know. I was pressing the wrong unmute, apparently. I'm good. Yeah, I'm a bit tired and a bit spaced out as well, actually. I'm coming to you from my kitchen because I've got a house full um, today. So uh, every room is filled with sleeping people, <laughs> oh, <laughs> except really? for me. <laughs> yeah. So I've got, you well, my stepson's here. He's in the front room. The morning after New Year's where you are? No, no, it's just a big family. I've got a big family here and I've got stepson here and I've got my foster son here and it's just a big, big houseful. And my, my normal sons live with me as well and my dad, who I care for. So it's, it's crazy here. But yeah, I'm hiding in the kitchen. How's but your yes, dad doing? He's doing all right. He is. I'm, I've got him on... Um, what are they called? Bio, bi- chemical bio salts or biochemical salts, whatever way around it is, um, which I found out that actually heals uh, cells and also he is having um, hydrogen peroxide in a nebulizer. And I know that sounds like really scary, but it's not as scary as it sounds. And that's actually helping him better and clearing his lungs because he has COPD. <clears throat> Um, better than the actual um, medica- medication they give you in the nebulizer, the steroid formula. So he's using a really low-grade um, hydrogen peroxide, and we're steaming his lungs with that, and it seems to be working a hell of a lot better. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I read an article about that. I think McCullough had put it out, and then I was searching for it yesterday and uh, saying this doctor had started using this treatment years ago and uh how effective it is because it in mccullough's article it was talking about how you know it can actually kill covid yeah. and and it you know it, it it can um heal sinus you know respiratory infections all of that and also is beneficial for the body so yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving I've got, it i've got Myself. one in my uh in my uh amazon store <laughs> Ooh. In my car, I don't like to support Amazon, but there isn't a lot of option here other no. than doing stuff online. So, That's so yeah, um, no, go for it because my dad, my dad had a go. I had to go as a sort of test dummy, <laughs> but just to prove to my dad because he's very stuck in his ways and he likes his medicine, you know, from the doctors. And this is all really scary. I've had to. There's been circling around him like sharks trying to give him this this you know Maxine, and uh, it's. It's incredible. I've had to because he's got dementia as well. He keeps forgetting right. what I've told him. So it's, mm. 
we're going around in circles, you know, where he is, and I'm trying to keep telling him, and, you know, it's been a bit crazy, but it's sunk, it's sinking in now, and he's realising, and even now he's trying to question the doctors and stuff, so it takes a few oh. times with him. But... <laughs> oh, bless him, and bless you for looking after him. It must be quite a challenge. Well, and... I certainly wouldn't have him in homes. Um, there's no. a, actually a document I, I must share with you, Jan, it's to do with Matt Hancock. I don't know the validity of it. It's a House of Commons. It says House of Commons on it. It's these emails between Matt Hancock and these other guys. Uh, I can't remember their names. I'll put it in Skype in a minute. But um, they're talking about um, what makes a good death in, in a care home. And do you, have you got enough morphine and things like this? And this is apparently a recent um, email. So with him, you know, I think he's been doing the same thing as that other, the, um, is it Comey? Who's been putting Quil- people in- Cuomo in Cuomo, uh, yes. New York. Yeah, Cuomo. yeah, I think he's doing the same thing here. Mm-hmm. And I think there's been a big uh, care home scandal here that needs to be uncovered. And it's going to be hopefully happening soon. I got the link off of Freedom Warriors on Telegram, uh, Jan, but oh, I, nice. I was... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll share it with you. I'll just find that um, now. Okay, thank you. So apart from um, that, I'm good and I'm here. I've got my tea and I've got my Manuka honey in it. <laughs> and just a quick one, um, just to point out that you need to get food-grade hydrogen peroxide if oh, you're going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, I'm doing I that have. for the audience. I expect you already know that, but I was yes. just going to clarify like that. Info off of, do you listen to Bards of War, Bards FM? Scott no um, I haven't been actually no I mean he you know he sometimes he's very sometimes he's very very religious and and stuff I mean he he might he should really be a bit more open you know with I'm Mm -hmm. I'm a religious person I believe in God and and creator source and mother father God really but he does go on about that but he's a really good source of information for the anons and he's he's a fellow patriot and he uh, fought in Afghanistan but he has COPD as well and he um helped me understand a lot about it he did a big a, a couple of radio shows about it and he's had dr tenpenny on his show as well talking about it so no, i think right. that's learning aren't we how to heal ourselves again all of this they, they tried to ruin us but we're actually learning how mm. to build ourselves back up again <laughs> well i haven't seen a doctor apart from when i had my fall um in 2019 i haven't seen a doctor since about 2009 yeah. I've been on no medications whatsoever, apart from some painkillers when I had this fall, which was, uh, <laughs> I could, yeah. I could oh, say when I fell and, and broke my shoulder, it was like childbirth. <laughs> oh, God, it was so goodness. painful. So, but no, I don't, I refuse to take any pharmaceuticals whatsoever, you know, mm. and they think, they think when you get to, people are brainwashed to think when you get to a certain age, you know, oh, you're bound to be on medication, you're bound to have health issues and all the rest That's of it. it. Yeah, and I say, no way. Funeral. You know, like on the adverts they keep putting on the oh, telly, God. it's driving me mad. <laughs> yeah, we get. What we our reality is what we think it is, isn't it, Nancy? Exactly. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. Well, I've cured myself of lupus, and I was on pharmaceutical uh, drugs for about three or four years, and I just realised that I was completely numb, and um, I wasn't feeling anything. And I was on uh, diazepam because uh, I have lupus and fibromyalgia. They say, but um, I refuse to believe those 
doctor's diagnosis is now you can either sit there and be a victim and think oh goodness and then just give have what they give you or you think no how can I I must be shown this for a reason and I used it as a catalyst and it's been a massive catalyst into my awakening really so great well everything happens for a reason (laughs) our road you know the road we travel is is unique and we come to it from different along different highways let's put it that way (laughs) yeah definitely now you put up a video about the lupus coming back uh and you think it might have been associated with the shedding or the transmission from the vaccine stuff yes you want to go over that right well i did do a video about that and i've also had some more downloads of information as well about that that i wanted to share what we're seeing with with these reactions that people are having is the body's natural defense mechanism kicking into gear so we're thinking right we've got to protect ourselves and also because we're researching about all these toxins and things like that that are inside all sorts of things it's not just this the vaccine it's um facial wash i found out that my cellar my cell my cellar technology is actually in l'oreal face washes shampoos hair dyes uh dove use it and simple not <laughs> they use this technology and apparently it's magnetic it's nanotechnology again made out of graphene and um it sticks to your skin they even say on the back of it it's slightly magnetic you know so People are walking around and it says it's okay. It's safe to use on your uh, eyes and your mouth. Go ahead, use it. And, you know, so it's going in, isn't it? We've we've all had this, I think, at some point. So as we're realising it, the body's actually kicking it out. The mitochondria and the cells are rejuvenating, thinking, right, you know, let's go. Let's all sort this out. And I think it's, it's, it's more of a like a a warning system as to what's going on the energies are changing around in people and also it's a it's a a catalyst and a healing crisis if you like to be able to, you know to clear everything that is um in inside of me really i mean that's my 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 download of information oh, okay about it okay my... let me see if i understand this um you came in contact with people that have been vaccinated then your lupus showed up and yep. you felt that this was some kind of a connection to the vaccinated people. But now yes. you're saying that, you know, like the dark side's always it's always flip-flopping on them. They try to do something bad, and it turns out to be something that might be good. In this case, you're saying that this may be causing a uh, an attack on your system that is now woken up and is now kind of cleaning out what's there. Yeah. And, oh, well, okay. the lupus is... That, that lupus is overactive um, immune system. So the body is going around trying to fight things and the cells are thinking, right, we've got something to fight. So for me to have a flare up after being, you know, I call it remission. I know it's a bit drastic, but I haven't had any lupus symptoms for like three years. So for my cells to go, there's an, there's an energy. They are giving off an energy that my cells are thinking, right, you need to, you know, prepare, prepare. All, all, all you know all hands on deck as it were and I think other people are having it because there's a lot of people who have got lupus um, and fibromyalgia which is this mystical new illness that um, the doctors are handing out like sweets at the moment and it, it's latin for my body hurts 
And, you know, it's all detoxification symptoms of probably all this. You know, this is my my um, overview is the body's just trying to cope with all this stuff that's inside us, you know, from the chemtrails. Right. Well, what's, what's the difference between lupus and psoriasis since they're both autoimmune disorders? It's it's pretty much the same thing. I did meet a lot of people um, with psoriasis when I ha um, had light therapy. I had to go in this like chamber, and it's like a sunbed, but it's ridiculously quick. I had to go travel four miles a day to go in a chamber for ten seconds with these sun goggles on, and I'd be completely burnt to a crisp by the time I got out. And they, they were saying that that was good for me, but it, the same thing. It's um, I think with something like HIV is an uh, it's an autoimmune disease, but it's it's an underactive immune system. But we the, the reason I ask is because in Dr. Hilda Clark, the lady, the, the doctor that in, invented the uh, zapper, uh, she said that a lot of autoimmune diseases are are due to microscopic parasites, and she documents in her book the. Uh, she says all the people with psoriasis that she's had a chance to study, they all have uh, microscopic uh, parasites. And mm. when she treated them with the zapper, the problem was gone. That, that's why the, the body is reacting because it's rea uh? Sorry, what's the zapper? The zapper is a device that it produces a square wave, uh, a 40, 40 kilohertz uh, square wave, a positive square wave. And what it does is you it has a couple, a couple of handles. You, you take a handle with each hand, and that allows the signal to go from one hand to the other hand. And in, in the case of uh, Holder Clark, the normal way, which is I, I do it uh, in, in an easier way, but she does it in three sessions. The person has to hold the handles for seven minutes, stop 20 minutes, hold it for seven minutes a second time, stop for 20 minutes, and then hold it for seven minutes a third time. And what those three waves of applications do is the, the, where the, the first seven minutes, uh, it, it kills off microscopic parasites in the bloodstream. But what happens is when microscopic parasites die, they release microbes and bacteria. My, the difference between microbes and bacteria is that bacteria are microscopic plants where microbes are microscopic animals. So, um, those die in the second seven-minute application. Then in the third application is because once the bacteria and the, micro, and the microbes die off, they release their content, which is in, in many cases is a lot of viruses things that are minute, much smaller than microbes. So you you have to do three applications because if you only do one of those seven-minute applications, you release the these microorganisms, but so they become active. So you have to do three. I, I made that mistake the very first time I assembled my zapper. I gave myself one single seven-minute session, and the next day I had a cold. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. So you do it the three, the three times, and that gets rid of all these items. But the, the more important thing is for people that are affected is that it, uh, for autoimmune situations, uh, that autoimmune situation goes away because she, she proved that it's the microscopic, my, my, uh, microscopic parasites 
that affects the body in such a way that the body begins to attack. Like in this case, psoriasis, it attacks the skin. So depending on lupus, I don't know how it manifests. I haven't seen, uh, I've never witnessed someone with that affliction. So I don't know if uh, if it attacks the skin or some other part of the body. Yeah, yeah it does. It's, um, you can have, um, it's like a red, it's like a butterfly mark on your face it, from um, across the cheeks and the nose. And um, I'm very, very, or I was very, very light sensitive to the to UV rays, which, you know, was annoying because that's the kind of thing you need to be able to um, to heal. So, uh, yeah, that it's that and, and um, sort of pain and tiredness as well. Because I think there's something to do with energy because all the cells are trying to fight something. But that's 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 interesting. Um, but then where do these parasites come from? Oh, she, she documents I'm telling you, she, it's a big book called The Cure for All Diseases. And it's almost as thick as a as a as a as a phone guide. If if phone wow. guides continue to be published, uh, yeah. th- this lady, she had to move full time to Mexico because here they wouldn't let her operate. Blimey. So she has a clinic. Well, it sounds similar to the Rife machine, doesn't it? I'm sorry. There's um there's a guy at the Rife machine. There's a guy who is actually he reckons he's got the exact frequency of these um. For the, the the vaccines and and the viruses and also parasites and he he said that he it's all to do with numbers that you can recite frequencies and yes. I talked talk to him after the dream and also there's essential oils you can use which have the same frequency because he suggested that I use uh, pine oil on my wrists for uh, ten weeks <laughs> so I'm going to smell like a pine tree when it comes. But I'm going to give it a go because that apparently has got the same frequency as electronic devices. So I'm wondering if I'm, I'm going to sort of test it on myself, you know, just to to see because I'm interested to see if that really does work. Did you want to say something, Walt? Because I, I, I mean, no, I'm, I'm listening to what Shala was saying about uh, the pine oil. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I I finished. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah. The pine. I mean, I I use juniper oil whenever I've got earache or my sinuses are playing up. I just put a bit of juniper oil on, and within ten minutes, it's gone. So, I think there's some benefit in in essential oils that we're missing. There seems to be a resonant frequency in them that's really helpful. And he reckons that he's got the frequency of the vaccines. So, um, I think we were talking about it before. I had a dream about this sort of where bridges wobble when you've got this sweet spot of frequency and then they shatter. The same thing can be done with viruses, apparently parasites. I suppose it's the same thing as your zapper, isn't it? And But we can use oils as well. So there's so many new things we're learning through this, I think, isn't there, guys? Well, the tragedy here is that it's based on Dr. Reif's work back in the 30s. And he essentially found the the frequency that would destroy all sorts of little things you know and he was having a great success at it and so the medical profession said hey go test this you got to test this do it with humans and he said look if i'm going to do human testing then i want the best doctors in the world to oversee it 
And I can't remember the exact figures, but it was like, I think they did three people with terminal cancer and put them through his protocol, which was, Walt, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was like a, uh, three minute things, you know, every few days. It didn't, it was, it was like you're saying, you know, not much time you, that you needed because if it's going to work, it works. And they, the only reason that they made it over a period of time was um, instead of giving them one dosage, is, is sort of what uh, Walt alluded to, but you'd have a real buildup of toxicity from all this dead shit that you just got into your system. Yes, exactly. I, I, I used to, I treated a late, um, a friend that she, I think she, this lady was in her 50s when I treated her. Ever since she was 11 years old, she had a, a major infection. Uh, I don't know what part of her body she had an infection, but the problem was that they gave her so, so much uh, antibiotics that her, because Candida albicans is immune to antibiotics. And what happens is when you take antibiotics, you kill the acidophilus in the gut, which is the gatekeeper that, that protects you from excess of candida, which the body needs, by the way. It's the, over, it's the overgrowth of it that we don't need. So she developed a, a candida overgrowth. So, so, much, so much candida in her body is that the infection actually passed into, into her bloodstream. So this woman... She had to leave, live life with like military grade discipline in what food she could eat because she could not consume anything anywhere near sugar, nothing that would fortify candida. So she, she had to watch her diet um, with a microscope to, to, to not exacerbate the, the candida. So I invited her to, to my house to use the Rife machine. And I said, I have the... The frequencies, uh, there were, in the book, there were five specific frequencies for candida. And what you do is you uh, expose the person to three minutes each each of the f frequencies. So five times three, you end up, it's a 15-minute exposure. And uh, you have to do it, and that's it for that day. And you let it another day pass, because, because what happens is, there's going to be a lot of what they call die-off. A lot of microorganisms die off. And what happens is you will have to take a lot of water because otherwise you start retaining water because as the body is, is using its water to flush out all that crap. Um, but the interesting thing is that by the third day, she was by the third application, I should say, of the machine, she couldn't believe that uh, how she was actually starting to look younger and, and stronger because there was less candida in her body, little, little by little. Uh, and I think it was by the was second. No, it was by the third week she went to a regular doctor that she would that she would usually went to to do a blood test, and there was practically no 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 candida overgrowth to to. to to speak of, so she was able to get out from under after after being living with that condition since she was, she was 11 years old, all her life living with that uh, candida in her bloodstream. She was able to get out from under because the uh, the Rife machine actually uh, got rid of the excess candida in her bloodstream. That's brilliant. 
So, but, but here's the thing. 1933, a, a, a doctor of a famous American Medical Association doctor by the last name Fishbein, he made it. He, he made it his crusade that there would be no um, what is it called modalities. None. There would be no. There was. There would be no modalities allowed that did not use drugs. So all those modalities of all those treatments based on energy, like the Rife machine, like the Lakoski multiple wave oscillators, like the ozone chambers, all that non-drug based treatments were eliminated. It was it was his mission in life to get rid of all that crap. Yes, so everything. Uh, everything became drug-based. <laughs> and while that's true, it's interesting what the real reason is behind it, in my opinion. Because yeah, you found something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because what they what he was demonstrating was that you can take something and shake it vibrationally, and it just disintegrates. This is a weapon, boys and girls. This isn't a healing tool. This is a weapon. Because you've got rife, and, and this is, you know, one of those things where you got to kind of look a little bit deeper into the situation. You got rife, who has managed to. He was a. He worked in uh, photography, medical photography, but he comes across this idea and then proves it. And so they come to him and they say, uh, you know, you can't progress any further in this because it can be made into a weapon. And you're a good American, and you're a patriot, and we're going to make you, you know, swear allegiance to the secrecy, and you can go on with your life and be happy. You just can't touch this. So for the rest of his life, he was very well known for his photography, medicine stuff, but no, his machine and the ability to heal, gone. And, I mean, I'm sure there's some writing out there, but it's nothing that I've seen regarding what happened to Wright. But then you get... You know, in the 50s, now that's in the 30s. Now, in the 50s, you get Wilhelm Reich, who comes and he figures out this thing about Oregon, and he realizes that Oregon is, you know, a healing healing modality, and he proves it. And, and then he he's told to stop and desist from this. And he, you know, threw him the middle finger and went on with what he was doing, and he died a year after they put him in prison, and they went on for the next 10 years trying to burn everything that he had ever written, any published documents, and all of the, uh, the, 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 the boxes, the Oregon accumulators that he was building. Because it, when I was writing the book, uh, Shungite Reality, I'm going like, okay, now, so the same thing happens to Wilhelm Reich. And at that time, yes, you've got power in the medical profession but nothing like it is today so how could they override the human realization that oh my god my grandfather can be saved now my child can be saved now to to make this thing you know super secret and and kill off the guy that knows it and get rid of everything he has is it possible for oregon to become a weapon and so then i uh i googled oregon is a weapon and don't you know, that's how I ended up getting Cater's book, Walt. And there it was. Cater's talking about Oregon being a weapon and Reich and the Cloudbuster and everything else, you know. So behind this, this amazing technology 
that has been known from by the ancients for many years. Um, but not now we've got the technology to make it like super good. It's been this desire to, you know, keep weapons, make weapons, don't let the other guy know you got this weapon. I mean, it's like there's something deranged about the human being. Thank God I don't think it's many of us. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so back to the, because we keep going around that question there. Walt, do you think you you can get a frequency that would be, you know, some kind of a resonator thing or maybe even a tone? You can't put a, a smell on the computer, but what was that one again, Shala, that you said uh, they recommended? Oh, pine oil. Yeah, pine oil. And that kind of really makes sense. What's the difference between pine oil and... Pine oil comes from the from the pine tree, right? Yeah. So what's the difference between pine oil and turpentine? Is turpentine processed through pine oil? I'm not sure, but I I was researching. Remember that turpentine is is uh, is is used in the paint industry as a solvent. Yes, I know, but uh, Dr. Jennifer Daniels uses 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 it for healing, and yeah. in in fact, she uh, went back into the pharmaceutical well, the, the doctor's manuals that tell you what to use in different situations. And when she went back to the original books, they were all every everything that you had you could take turpentine for, but because it was an, a universal healer and it wasn't a drug, that in Fishbourne's type of environment. So now, no, that's got to go out. You don't want to talk about that, and they make it into a poison. But it it makes sense that it that that I, I believe that that's where turpentine comes from is pine pitch. So. So, so you go. So, all we need is a smell, is what I'm saying. Because if you're dealing with energy and frequencies, it doesn't matter how you get the energy, whether it's through your your nose or because Walt made some device or because you you're, you, I don't know, you're in a rife machine. Well, you have the turpentine spiral. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. You don't need to take, you don't need to take a chemical turpentine. You just use exactly. the spiral. And use the frequency. Well, I just did a search for food grade turpentine, and it came up with a pure turpentine essential oil, and it's Pinus palustris. So I don't know whether it's a specific um, genus of pine that differentiates between turpentine and the pine oil, because there's different variations. Well, the one the one sold for ingestion is not even referred to as turpentine they call it pine spirit gum that's the one that uh, you, you you can buy it online for for uh, oral ingestion and it doesn't it has a texture of water it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like oil at all you can drink i, I mean i did it i did uh dr daniel's uh, modality and I, I did it, so I, I was able to experience physically what Nancy was experiencing by, by pure energy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it doesn't taste like oil or feel like oil on my tongue, no, nothing. Yeah, this says it's used, it can be used topically or you could inhale it. So I guess you could use it in a nebulizer. Going back to what we were talking about before, so... Yeah, there are different. I'm on Etsy at the moment. There's, a, you know, gum spirits. I think you were saying, Walt, 
Yeah, they call it pine spirit gum. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. And this says it's Pinus elioti, which is a different um, different species or genus or whatever the term is uh, from that uh, essential oil. Interesting. That's absolutely awesome. Yeah, because I did read about it, but I didn't. That's just clicked everything all together for me because I I did read about turpentine and then I glossed over it and didn't didn't go back. That makes complete sense. I've done it's a number of sh- shows with her, and, and I highly recommend anybody out there. The, the well, I'm assuming that some of them are, are they're probably still up on YouTube. Um, but my God, this woman has got so much information that is just practically a, a, a blueprint into the medical profession. Because and what's her name again? Doctor Jennifer Daniels. Okay. And she put a link on the radio chat. Um, Thank you. If I do and that, go ahead. This says, um, it says, ter- our turpentine, this is the gum spirits one. This says, our turpentine is not to be confused with rectified turpentine, which is a byproduct of the pulp and paper industry and contains sulfates and other impurities. Our turpentine is 100% pure and natural. So there you go. Very interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, well, smell. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> <laughs> interesting, isn't it? How, you know, these uh, these uh, products, shall I say, uh, we're talking byproducts. And, you know, what I've read, and I'm sure you all have as well, is about how the pharmaceutical industry was developed because of the byproduct of the oil industry. So, so you're saying that it's a it's a syndrome like um, fluoride. Fluoride was because they had so much of it, they had to find one way to one one of the ways of weakening and eliminating the population was to put fluoride in the water. So then, <laughs> I think it's slightly different. They used fluoride because they didn't have anything else to do with it, whereas <laughs> What I think it was Standard Oil, wasn't it? Um, and the, was it the Rockefellers? No, it was actually saw... it was the is the it was the aluminum industry. The guy that went in, I forget what department he was ahead of, but he had been like associated with the aluminum industry. So they had all of this fluoride that was costing them, you know, lots of money to get rid of. And he convinced the government that it was good for kids' teeth and it should be mandatorily put in the water. That's what that story is about. Yeah, I'm talking about the pharmaceutical industry, though. That came through Standard Oil, I think. And they saw it as a revenue opportunity, not about how how to dispose of it necessarily. But it was a new market that they that became big pharma. Same same, same thing in the sense that they created a marketing and 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 a source of revenue by not wasting money and getting rid of it. But using using it to uh, affect the, the the people i don't know if they were planning on depopulation but <laughs> <laughs> well, well they they've been around for a while hasn't it they <laughs> used it they used it in nazi germany and they used it specifically to pacify the population yeah because yeah it, didn't because it, they it, use it, 
They used it in well, the concentration the camps. Yeah, well, well, yes, they did it in the concentration camps. And um, it was to make people passive. Pass well. <laughs> I, my, I, passive wasn't the word they used. I don't think it may be if you're reading it, but um, it was similar to passive. It, but it was just that they would kind of numb out. So we've been dumbing down the friggin' world. Well, not the world anymore. We're one of the last countries to still put fluoride in the in the water. Uh, well, I think well, Paul yeah. touched on it. He said about uh, it's about calcifying the pineal gland because that's what all these heavy metals do. They, you know, your pineal gland is so important to ascension and spiritual awakening, well, that, isn't it? And and connection. But uh, do you know hydroxychloroquine? Because I was on that for. Uh, I was on that for two years. That's actually, it's an anti-malarial that they prescribe it for, but that actually helps the symptoms of lupus for some reason. And um, the skin um, sort of outbreaks and, and being able to go in the sun. But um, that decalcifies your pineal gland as well. Well, the, the, reason, the reason you, one of the, another reason about the shungite is because if you're in a, the field of the shungite, it's going to break open that calcification. That's why a lot of people who are drawn to, sh to Shungite are drawn because their metaphysical selves are saying, you need to be spiritually enlightened and you can't be spiritually enlightened when your pineal gland is closed up like this. So get yourself some Shungite and pretty soon, we, we talk about, I talk about that, that, you know, people that get on Shungite, they suddenly, not suddenly, but, you know, rather quickly, uh, they lo lose the cloudiness that they have in their minds. They can seem to think a little better. They can focus a little better. Everything starts to happen a little better. And yes, that's partially uh, because of the electromagnetic pollution, but it's also partially because your pineal gland itself is now starting to work because the calcification is breaking up. That's in my opinion. I would like to add a doggy story to that. Okay, great. <laughs> Love doggy stories. Because, as long as know, they don't die. I don't care who dies in the movie, as long as it's not the dog. Oh, same. No, no, no. Exactly the same. No. Oh, my God. Old Yeller. Oh, dear. Oh, no, <laughs> anyway. That was, the first, yeah. that was the first psyops that they played on us was Old Yeller. I'm oh, telling really? you. Oh, well, sure. And Bambi. And Bambi. You oh, know? yeah. Oh my God! What, oh, why would you? Was awful. My dad was crying in the cinema with me when <laughs> he took up the first time I went to the cinema. And he's a great, you know, big hippie type man. Still had his long hair and everything. This was early, early eighties, I guess. Maybe yeah, whenever it came out. And he was in tears. I was in tears. I said, "Why did you bring me here to see this?" I'll never forget Bambi. Yeah, it scars us for life. Uh, things like that, doesn't it? I think they do it on purpose. Well, why would you show kids these movies? I mean, would you? Would any of us listening to this say, "Hey, kid, come here. I want to show you Bambi. Mama gets killed in the first. You know, come on." Well, I, mean, I cried no in Lion King. King. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Lion King. That's the same. I wouldn't do it. I, I, you know, I think there's so much programming in those cartoons that we didn't realize as well. I used to feel weird watching Dumbo for some reason, and I still can't work out why, but Dumbo used to make me feel really uneasy for, for some reason. There well, think about living... the name. Think about the name. What is it saying? Dumb. Oh, yeah, Maybe. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, my words, words matter. Subliminal messages, but yeah, it's probably the obvious that that obvious type thing, isn't it? It's just learning to fly, and we can't. But I so, don't know. It's really so, weird. So are we on the side of the uh, cancel culture? You know, they, they Disney <laughs> Disney just opened uh, Disneyland just opened up uh, the one of their uh, what is it Sleeping Beauty type of thing? You know, where the prince kisses is that the one Sleeping Beauty? Oh, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. And and so they're all up in arms because they put this new thing in, which is very beautiful. It's you know an animated the the kiss that awakened and saved her life. Um, but they say that no, she was asleep, so she didn't give permission. <laughs> oh goodness! I know it's so stupid. Well, if if she was asleep, she couldn't give permission, and if she wasn't woke. Awoken, awakened, then... It's not okay. as bad as where I thought that was going. I thought they were going to be transvestites or something. You know, they have to be asexual people kissing or, you know, because you can't show kids when a man loves a woman anymore, can you? You know, it's it's all got to be this transgender uh, hey. malarkey. Hey, listen, yeah, now, this is now a gr- we have birth, birthing people instead of mothers. So it's birthing people day tomorrow in the US, not mothers day. Look oh, at, wow. Hey, we've got we've got we've got some, we've got we got a great segue here, okay? Because we're talking about Sleeping Beauty who's sleeping when the prince kisses her. So, the prince is going to be, they're going to have to dismantle this whole Disney thing because the prince had no right to give her the kiss because she was not able to execute her free will, her free will, because she was asleep. My point exactly, you know? We, we, this goes back to Tuesday's yes. discussion. Absolutely. <laughs> and, Can I just tell my doggy story, please? Tell you? Oh, yes, we were going to get a doggy story. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you know, I, surround, I have surrounded myself with uh, Shanghai for years now and Keisha has shungite nuggets in her water has from you know day one of getting her and she now has a nice resin heart shungite resin heart on our collar but you know you were talking about intuition when when I was at uh in Arizona and she was kind of she was the the patroller of the property she and I know this is fairly typical of animals anyway, but it was amazing how she could differentiate between people or cars or anything, other dogs that she had to bark at and and other things that you know they're absolutely fine. And she does it here. I'm now I'm back in the RV park. Some dogs she'll go absolutely you know crazy barking at because she's out on a tether. Other dogs, she'll just let them walk by and without an issue. And it's very much about one of my pet subjects, that energetic communication. But I just wonder if if Shanghai works in the same way that you were talking about for animals as well as people. Because you know, if you if you give your dog tap water and it's got fluoride, I mean here it's um, it's well water. But they put Clorox in it because they it's it's a legal requirement when it's well water. And I I invested in a a great I love this machine. It's a an os, a reverse osmosis des, you know countertop machine that I absolutely love, which is supposed to take out all that stuff. But you know I do wonder if Shungite 
you know, heightens that uh, intuitive ability in animals as well. Well, all the animals that I know are special animals. <laughs> they all got shungite or around shungite, but that's because they were around people that have the shungite. So they're probably special animals to begin with. And yes, perhaps more protected, more animated, more able to communicate. Because, I mean, I got this one cat here, and she reads my mind like I've... I mean, I've, I know they read my minds, but this one is like... she If she's outside and I go to give some chewy treats to the cats in the back, she's here waiting for me. And there's no way that she saw what I was doing. She just is in my head. Um... Oh, Keisha does the same with me. She reads my mind. It's oh, quite yeah. amazing. And I mean, you know, it's interesting you should say that about them being drawn to Shunkite people. I mean, if I look back at how how the adoption process happened with Keisha, it was really weird because it wasn't like, oh, oh, I've absolutely fallen in love with this dog. I've got to have her. It was almost like, oh, well, she gets on with Buddy, who I still had at the time. Well, that's it. It's like it's a fait accompli. And it was like, oh, OK, then. And uh, I mean, she is the most amazing dog. She is loved by it one and all <laughs> i took it for that short walk while the my show was playing and i'm walking past this uh motor home and this woman opens the window and puts her head out and she said oh your dog is so wonderful and blah 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 and you know she lies down and she's <laughs> this that and the other and honestly she gets this reaction from so many people here it's just phenomenal so there She's a star. <laughs> so, um, celebrity. Can I share? Yes, please. Two stories. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. Okay, back on the back on the drug stuff, which not the drug. You know what I'm talking about. You know that I bought Russell and and the invisible dog that we have that I haven't seen since we brought her home. Um. We bought the, not the hemlock, what do you call it? Hemp seed oil. And, and Russell has, he, he showed me, he does this surgically like, he gets a, a paper towel, puts a hole in the middle, puts it over his belly button, and, and puts some uh, hemp seed oil in there. And I said, why are you doing it like that? He said, because think about it, Mom. The belly button is the core of your being, the core of your body. If I put it in the core of my body, it should go all around in my body. Well, he's been doing this for, uh, I think I got it last week, a week now. And he said, he's so much better, both physically and uh, emotionally, that he can't believe the difference in himself. So that thing worked out to be pretty good on Russell, but not on the dog. Okay, and well, the, let me. I'll be right back. I gotta go get the hemp oil, the dog's hemp oil, and put it in my belly button. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so what, 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 what made him do? I mean, did he? It, he just got a download about it. Must well. have because it just came from within him. He does. Huh. He gets things like that, like I do. He hears. Cool. cool. He hears them. <laughs> so uh, that's about that. We got the dog, you know. I haven't seen the dog since the day we brought her home. She's very, very, very shy. Oh, yes, I forgot about your doggy because you were talking about it last week and we were putting all this, these suggestions in chat about feeding and everything else. So what's her name again? Lolly? Yes, yes. I Ah, oh. forgot her name. Well, you know, <laughs> she to she lives when... with Annette. Keisha, she when I first got Annette. Keisha, she was very timid, and it's really about just building the confidence. You know, she's totally different now. Just give her time, because you know, when they're rescues, um, how old is she? Ten months. Ten months, yeah. I got Keisha at nine months, and she was a street dog. She was picked up probably off the reservations, and, uh, you know, she was very wary because, you know, I had her in the RV park, and it's a very busy environment and lots of dogs, and if she saw a bigger dog coming towards her, she got very defensive about it, and, um, you know, she was even very defensive um towards Buddy because he was bigger than her and you know I think we we mentioned in chat last week about you know having a crate can give them a feeling of security because that's what I did with Keisha um I, I got a crate for her which took up half the flipping space of the RV but it meant that she could have Buddy around her without feeling threatened so um you know, it's really just like everything. Take one step at a time, praise her when she's doing well and expose her gradually. I, we don't see her. Where she is doesn't she? Does do she anything hide? but I yeah, underneath the net's bed. She well, had she'll she'll probably get She hasn't confidence. even had a bowel movement since we got her. Uh she oh. drew has drunk very little very little so she has peed twice uh, oh dear that's not good no things are not right with this dog how and when did you get I'm her concerned. yeah when she did you get pooped? her oh net says she pooped when when oh she pooped today yay oh good so uh at least we see her peeing Poop, or Annette does. <laughs> have you asked but for the angelic? Have you asked the angels to help? Yeah. Yeah. It's still, uh, it's still... We got her the big crate, and the first night she slept in it. The second night, and the dog hasn't made noise except for the second. At night, Annette said she heard her whine a little bit, so she got up and went and got Lolly, and uh, she it, she slept on this big 
fluffy padded dog bed that Annette has, and it's in the the corner of the bedroom by her desk uh, on the far side of everything. So she slept in there for a while, and then she would get on the other side of Annette's bed because her her desk is in her bedroom. So she'd get in the on top of this second shelf of like a book stand, a book shelf, a nightstand, and so she she'll get on that once in a while. But she's living under Annette's bed. Annette did get some uh, flea stuff on her. Going to get her to the vet and find out. But still, I have an invisible dog. That's my whole story about that. Be very careful and I think about, I saw toxic, where walk- about toxic flea and tick supposed treatments because they're neurotoxins and they can really do a lot of harm, cause seizures and all sorts of things. So I would have thought that that would have been dealt with at the rescue place before you got her. Uh, They have a schedule of her stuff Mm -hmm. that we have that we're going to take to the vet. Okay. I'm I'm an evangelist when it comes to it's the same as big pharma. There's big vet as well. Um, there's a great homeopathic doctor who was I, I was introduced to in in Austin, and uh, he now lives in India in an ashram, and he he talks about Doctor Whitecoat and how just like the medical prof- I won't say profession I'll say industry. Um, it's controlled by big pharma and by the the it's by the pet food industry. It's by the pharmaceutical companies and things that make these so-called preventatives and so on. They are not good. It's just like it's just like injecting COVID nineteen vaccine into yourself. Bad news. So you know. Okay, we're going to have a little bit of song here. Um, Craig Stewart, Shungite, We the People. We'll be back in about three minutes.
is coming. It's never gonna go away. And welcome back to the Say What Show. It's May 8th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard, Walt Silva, Shala Avalon, and Jan Shaw. You guys back? Yes, yes. No? Yep. yep. Yes, yes, yes. I am. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Hey, Walt, you sent me a link here. Pichotti? Is that how they pronounce it? Pichotti gland, belly button, secrets. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's, it's an Ayurvedic modality. Ayurvedic, you know, uh, uh, Vedic medicine. So they're saying here, you know, wow, how it the, the there's a gland right behind the belly button. They call it the Pichotti gland, and it has more than seventy-two thousand veins and millions of nerves. So it's been used for centuries in other cultures as a delivery for medicine and treatments. So uh, Rusty is just using a very ancient technique. Russell. (laughs) Russell, not Rusty. Is that his nickname? Do you know his nickname? No, never used it. Uh -uh. That's really fascinating. Because his father wouldn't let him. Because his father wouldn't let him. (laughs) <laughs> I right. love that that gland thing. Is you that love the, what? This this the belly button gland. Now, Walt, at one point you were talking in some radio show with me concerning a whole center. I thought it was in the um, solar plexus area of nerves that like are a mini mind brain. Yeah. That's, is that, that's is where that, the where the solar's this where this the solar plexus is. And this is another it's called that's what Dr. Costa called it the body brain. It's right. the brain of the body because we have, the brain in the head is the brain that's used by the higher by the high soul. But the body has its own brain. Is they call it the body brain. That's why for the fifteen step process 
they teach you how to move your consciousness to what they call the one, which is the point at the mouth of the of the. It's it's the, he call he used the words the pit of the stomach because he says that point is where the body brain is located, and that's where you move your awareness in order to speak to your guides. So you have to before you are able to do the fifty step process, you have to get what you have to put yourself in a state of a consciousness of awareness where you are at one so you're not in there in your head you're in your body brain and your body brain doesn't have any doesn't have any obstacles to communicating with your guides because it's not in in the head that's that veil the thing that doesn't let you see the other side that's affecting the brain in the head not the body the body can has open con- uh, communication with the with a high soul, it's, the problem is the brain inside the head. That's the one that's blocked. And look at all the work they've done to block it. You know, you, there's there's energy things, there's chemistry. You know, moving the, the the soul, the high soul is supposed to be inside the heart and in the head, yet they moved it. So, over the centuries, they've done the unspeakable in order to reduce human consciousness. All part of the program. <laughs> Sorry, I went off topic there. No, you didn't. Um, now, do we have other like like? Is, does that correspond to the to the to the higher chakra systems? What do you mean? Well, in other words, we know that we've got the seven main. <clears throat> is it seven main chakra systems? Isn't isn't that the solar plexus around the navel? There is a solar plexus, but they're saying that there's actually a gland, and that's there's what I'm. Physical yeah, gland behind you were asking about, but isn't that where the solar plexus is in terms of the chakras? Yes, yes, but the, but in that area, you're also talking about because the physical body is just another ah, energy no. form. It's the sacral, um, the sacral. No, the chakra. Sacral. The sacral it's further, is farther down. Further down. Well, the other one looks further up. Um, it's above it, the upper abdomen. Yes. So, um, it's your gut. Sac- Where you would think your gut is, if you think of gut, it's in that area. It's not necessarily your stomach. It's your gut. Well, the sacral says just below the belly button, just above the pubic bone. So yeah, it's yeah. Well, that's the that's the sexual center. That's yeah, not the soul we're not talking about that one. That's got a mind of its own. <laughs> so the belly button seems to be between the two from a point of view of the chakras. But it's a gland. Right. It's a physical. It's a physical representation of something that's being manifested as an energy field, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to get to. Are we talking about the energy field of the solar plexus, which I think is is more to it than the sacral, sacral? But when we're looking at it, do we have in the, our physical bodies? Do we have these energy centers that are, are are manifesting as nerve centers throughout our body? We've got one in our heart. We got one in our head. Do we have one in our throat? Do we have, you know, do we have a, a mirror image that we're just not seeing as actually 
energy bodies manifested in the 3D as being something well, solid. In the, in the throat, the thyroid, and parathyroid. You're right. Thyroid yeah. and parathyroids, those correspond to the throat chakra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've, when we talk about chakras, we, we should not think in terms of something that's outside of the body because the body has its own versions of them. And they're all aligned if you're in a stable... Well, there, we also have, you know, there's also two chakras above the head. So those are technically outside the body. And they are part of the they are part of the chakra system. Well, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> you know, those are, those are part of the metaphysical side of us. And in but, fact, that's also, it's also... Um, it's a good thing you brought up this the point because it's also the issue of the of these etheric chakras and the physical body and how it, it it's also an issue of illness energetic illness because if you remember in the book by Regina Martino that was the big thing that she found is happening to people when subjected to these very high uh, frequency uh, electromagnetic fields like cell phones is that when people are exposed to these high frequency emissions their chakras go out of alignment they move out they either go right or they go left but they go away from the center of the body when she was bringing shangite into the equation the shangite would start to line up the, the chakras would, would start to go back into the center of the body that was when she found the interaction between Shanghite and Amethyst that while the Shanghite was having a direct effect on the lower to the middle chakras, the Amethyst was completing the equation. It was That alignment was happening in the higher chakras as well. You re- remember that in the book? That's why it's so... Uh, like when I make the resonators, that's why that's uh, besides the Shanghite powder mixes inside the resin has amethyst powder because that way that it, it completes that equation between the two they address all the chakras not just the lower chakras I wonder if that's true today with the upgrade in the shungite I wonder I if, if, if that's what they added I think that all the minerals were affected. It's just that all the shanghai yeah. is, is so is so active and so uh, energetic. Is that it, it was the first one to show the changes? Well, it was a, it was the one that was hit. Um, mm-hmm. Interestingly, I'm okay. I'm doing Derek's book, and I was listening to a class that he had given called Metaphysical Perspective, which is what the title of the book will be. And one of the things that he got into was. Somebody said to him, you know, why are you so, you know, pushing Shungite all the time? And he said, well, and he, uh, Derek has a huge store. Well, it's more like a center because, yes, he has a store, but inside of it he's got big rooms, meeting rooms, and all sorts of facilities. It used to be a grocery store. It's an amazing place. But he said to the, to the, to the audience, he said, well, you know, when you walk in this place, and we know it happens whether you feel it or not, but did you sense some kind of a whooshing feeling or even maybe hear it and or feel something change in your body? And he said, 
that's because what the Shungite does to all these other products that we have there. I mean, he's got an immense, he's got the largest mineral collection for sale that I've ever seen. And I was in the business for quite a while, and I, I knew places, even if I hadn't been there. I think he's the world's biggest. Um, the Shungite keeps everything energetic and moving. So if the Shungite in, the, in Russia gets blasted with a plasma ball of blue energy, it's going to radiate out to all the Shungite that's all over the world, but then everything that is within a field of Shungite is also going to take that upgrade. And maybe that's the answer to the Schumann. Oh, we should go back and check that. You know, when was the tipping point of the Schumann starting to climb? What, how, how closely aligned was that with Shungite and the spread worldwide? That's a fascinating question. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Because we've talked... I have one more thing. Okay. Uh, okay. I forgot it. Oh, oh, I know it. Annette got me a beautiful bouquet of... Uh, I forgot the name of the flowers. The big flowers that smell so good. Hydrangeas for Mother's Day. And I just wanted to share that. I have a wonderful daughter. I'm done. It's not Mother's Day anymore, honey. It's Birthing Parent Day. No, Birthing People. Oh, screw that. <laughs> I am not People Day. People Day. Birthing People crap. Day. Boy, you're just trying to get me excited, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> and what does Charlotte have to say about all this energy conversation? I'd be interested to hear. Let's ask her. She's got to unmute. Is she here? Did she drop? Did we lose her? I don't know. Oh, I, I think we know. did, actually. I have the little screen up. Oh, yeah, no. She isn't here anymore. I wonder why. I don't know. What happened? That's weird. Oh, well. Let me see. Is where? Okay, let's see. Is she in? Maybe she got dumped. Maybe uh, she fell asleep. It's late in the UK. No, I mean, she's not. She's, she's not. She's not yeah, up. Yeah, bless her heart. She's not up. She's not in chat either. No. So maybe, she must she's have, probably lost. gone to bed. <laughs> I don't think she would do that. <laughs> I think she would at least say goodbye. I think she would, yeah. Maybe she's been hijacked by all her family members. <laughs> well, if you get back up and you're listening to the station... You're going to see a, uh, you should see a green button says join. Just push that and you'll be back on with the group. Um, but she's not even up on chat, so I don't even know what to think about that. Um, I do, it's funny because I was just going to talk about Nancy Drew. Have you, mm -hmm. you, guys, you guys been watching her on Telegram? No, yeah, because actually I saw a post by her. I shared it with my coaching client, actually. Um because it talks about the RV and GCR and all the rest of it. Yeah. So very interesting stuff about what was happening in the White House and area. Well, she's she she lives close by, so she goes in there. And yesterday she went in, drove was on her way home and she decided I've got to go back. 
She virtually got home, did a few things, turned around and went back because she just had this feeling that something was big was happening. And if you go, if you're on Telegram, and we recommend you do, get Nancy Drew because she's actually giving us videos and observations and photographs of what's happening in D.C. And she yeah, because uh, somebody men- commented. I've only found her today, and I've I've subs- you know joined her channel. But somebody said she's because of the intuitive stuff. She's much more on the ball than Richard Citizen Journalist who has put loads of videos out about what happens but it's kind of very 3D it's just fact you know she's just she's just reporting what she's seeing and you know it's like you don't know what's behind we we may we may think we know what's behind it but the reality is is that something is happening there and in the okay, one of the um, things that she brought up was she was talking about the uh, the reset of the the, the financial into Nasara, and she understood that uh, Wells Fargo was supposed to become very very critical in getting this thing kind of like interfaced with the public. This is the way I understood it, and what happened was that. She was in the city, and she starts to see all this activity, and she realizes that the, she calls them the SS, Secret Service, she knows what their cars look like because of the license plates and the way they look, was there, and um, National Guard and um, FBI at the Wells Fargo. And then there was another commotion. It was another Wells Fargo in a different part of the of the city. But what was really, really strange is that the the National Guard's not there. It's like she could, she wasn't seeing the National Guard, and she would go from the White House to the Cong- to the Congress and down into you know, I mean just giving you pictures of what she's seeing and what she's observing, and she's been doing this for not so long that now she goes up. She just parks a car in front of the gate at the White House, right next to the gate. It is never; they don't bother her because they see her all the time doing this. And so she goes over there uh, yesterday, and two helicopters uh, are landed. Uh, Marine, you know, it says Marine One, but it's they always well, two of them landed, and then out of the White House came. She estimated, you know maybe up to 30 people came out of the White House and got on those two helicopters and flew away. Meanwhile, there is all sorts of cops around, no National Guard. There are fire department vehicles, and one of them was just weird looking. But they have a whole bunch of fire department uh, going in there. An ambulance was there. But then she started, I thought about you, Dolly. She started talking about the curtains in the White House. And she said, every time I come here, the curtains and the windows are all at different lengths. It's all very untidy. Some are up, some are down, some are halfway. You know, she said, but today, she said they were all up. I could look directly into the White House. And so she's there and she's filming and she went through three different videos. So she was there for a while and 
one of the one this one cop starts walking towards her walked right by her she still she kept her film on wasn't wasn't following him she kept it on the white house and he walks by her and goes to the trash can she said and then when he came back he said to her exciting isn't it and she was like yes yes it is oh my god what's happening you know and he just walked on and then when she everything the the helicopters left and everything and she's getting ready to leave she looks at the white house and all of the curtains were down every one of them and you know she's hoping that this indicates that that this building is going to be taken down but you know i mean i think somebody else is going to notice that the white house is missing and you might want to get everything else out before you say oh yeah we also took down the white house <laughs> but she is well, the best person. There was, an, there was an update today, actually. I just um, saw it. Well, things are so peaceful there today. What an amazing difference from yesterday. After I shot the video, I did wind up seeing a handful of National Guard in the area, but they were just hanging around. Some were taking pics, laughing out loud. It made heart feel so good to see that, actually. Totally different energy there. I mean, the interesting thing about... Uh, Wells Fargo is, uh, if anybody has been following the RV, the revaluation of currencies, which is linked to GCR, Global Currency Reset, and Masara um, Jasara, um, there's been a lot in the Intel so-called community about, you know, exchanging currencies through Wells Fargo and HSBC as kind of, you know, the tier one banks. But, you know, if you think about it, there have been so many reports of corruption in Wells Fargo, so many scandals. And, um, you know, maybe there's something they're taking down Wells Fargo, because there was another report today, and I can't for the life of me remember who posted it. It was on Telegram that the QFS is now operational completely. There is no SWIFT system anymore. It's all QFS, quantum financial system. How true that is, I don't know, but I thought it was very interesting that Wells Fargo branches are being targeted because potentially you know they are deep state banks and perhaps have been responsible for for putting a spanner in the works to stop this whole thing happening that's the best way to figure out if it's on if the system is the what do you call it the swift is still active it, it would show up in a money transfer i mean if you have an international money transfer because i received money from argentina one of the numbers that needed to be transferred was the bank's SWIFT number so that I could receive the funds. So if you're doing a transaction and you're not using a SWIFT number, well, there it is. It's not, it's not active anymore. It's going to be... Yeah, and I think, I think, yeah, I think there's, there's been a kind of transitional period where... Um, there was some link between SWIFT and QFS. But then we had this, um, the news about the the introduction of this in, instant transfer capability. 
and this this was put out some time ago and it it was introduced as you know we banks you know are now capable of instant transfer you know don't you don't have to wait long for this transfer mainly through the big banks and that's exactly what the QFS is about it's about instant transfer correct because they were making money on the on that in fact even the old system it could have been an instant transfer because it's all electronic but well, they exactly. were purposely, <laughs> purposely putting in those delays because that's where they make the money i know so, anybody who's been involved in it as you are and i am it's like this is just pure manipulation because you know if you think about the speed with which you get an email Yeah. There's no difference in terms of the capability of sending that, you know, transfer information instantly between computers. This two or three day lag is just so they can leverage the that money in the markets to make money yeah. off it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. It, you know, I was quite excited by that. Um, I'm hoping that there are major things happening it'll be great <laughs> i'll be celebrating well she did go nancy drew did go and ask uh one of the guys i think she's talked to a couple but one of the guys said about the ng national guard they are around you can't see them or something like that And that made me think, well, they seemed to disappear and the Capitol Police came over and took over their spot. So I wonder what's going on in the White House. It, could they all have gone into the White House because something's going on? So uh, very, very curious stuff going on. Well, there was a picture a while back. Of the of of all this digging in front of the Congress, it was like this big pit, and I'm going. This has got to be photoed because somebody would notice that the back of the Congress has been all dug up, you know. But then I saw some news report about they're redoing the reflection pool, and that's all dug up. So when she's in front of the Congress. You don't see any cars coming and going. You don't see any people walking around. It's like the building is empty too. So it's just it's like the White House to I me. Know. It's empty. Nobody's home. It's, <laughs> it's really strange. I mean, I highly recommend that it's worth just looking at what she's seeing there. I mean, granted, nobody was watching yeah. the White House and the Congress, but. I mean, every time I saw anybody talking to people in the Congress, there was always people walking up and down the, the steps. Now, yes, you don't have the tourists, but you still got quite a few people that are supposed to be working there. So the, the District of Columbia looks like it's going to be, that, that, that that's going to be repealed. It's going to be undone. Well, the, Because that came, the District of Columbia, that was, that was created with what happened on 1781 right no when the when no. when when this when was the district of columbia it, district of columbia is created. part of the constitution 
The the federal uh, government was given 10 square miles, uh, which is the, the District of Columbia. And mm-hmm. so that was the only g- federally owned land at the time of the Constitution. There was a provision in the Constitution that if the government got some land through war, well, then the federal government could own that, or the federal government could buy some, you know, like state land or something. But they've stolen state land. They've just claimed it. A whole bunch of very unconstitutional things that have been happening for a long time. But the 1871 situation was where the Congress essentially gave the District of Columbia to the international bankers as collateral to get the money to be able to rebuild after the Civil War. So you're in the you're now in control of the location of the government. And bit by bit they just took it all over. I mean it was there's a lot of things that go into it, but right now what you've got is you've got a corporation that has been running the United States and some people will tell you that there was a end point of that, that there was some kind of a, a, a contract where, you know, and this is, if this isn't renewed at this point, then it reverts to the uh, federal government again. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen enough of that to verify that. I know. I've read the actual act that did all this, and it doesn't say anything like that. But what it does say is that if any other Congress that followed the uh, 41st Congress, any other Congress wants to repeal this, all they have to do is vote that way and it will be repealed. So there was a very easy out put into the to the to the law that, that set this whole thing up to begin with. Um, you can look it up online. You can get a copy of it, the 1871 sale of <laughs> giveaway of District of Columbia. So the the fence that they put up is actually eight, eight, it's going around eight square miles. In other words, part of it is ten square miles, but there's eight miles of fencing that's going around the area that is the government itself. And that is considered uh, foreign territory at the present time because the illegal uh, election put in a foreign government in the form of operatives of the Chinese People's Republic, the Communist Party of China. So right now... And when I saw them... Oh, sorry, I thought you were done. No, go ahead. When I saw them digging up the fountain or that water area... I figured they've had found more tunnels because they dug that, so deep. That occurred, that occurred to me as well when you talked about that. Well, yes, I'm thinking yeah. that that's, that's what's happening. She had another conversation with somebody, and um, it was like a, a National Guard. I don't even think it was a National Guard. I think it was somebody else, like FBI or something. But whoever it was, he said she said to him, um, I wonder when this is going to be over or something like that about the time thing. And he says, soon, I hope. Oh, soon, I hope. So yeah. it sounds, oh, like, it sounds like all of D.C. is a crime scene. Oh, absolutely. That's exactly what it is. Yes. Absolutely. So, and, and the thing of it is, you might not have heard the uh, shows I did on this um, 
this legal document called the um, the Law of War, and it's a DOD document that came out just a few years ago. And it stipulates um, if you're in this scenario, this is what you have to do legally to make sure that you don't step on anybody's toes or break any international laws. And that's what they've been following. And if you actually look at the the document itself and the and the sections that are in, right now what has happened is that because it's been a foreign takeover of essentially part of the federal... It's one of those weird things where is it a foreign takeover if the corporation is still in charge? If it, Because you sold it to the corporation. But my understanding is is that because of this weird little glitch in the law, the corporation is ceased and desisted last, I think, July. Um, it, it was... Your, your right to be a corporation in these under these laws are no longer there. So it reverted back to the federal government. And because it's now, again, federal territory and it's been taken over by the Chinese, <coughs> somebody's got their mic open. And because they're taking over of the Chinese, it's now considered captured territory by a foreign entity. And once you get into that legal definition of what's happening, then the military can declare martial law because it's a state of war. At that point, they can go in, and it it not only it talks about the different types of combatants, like you got the military combatants that are wearing Chinese uniforms, you've got combatants that are working for the Chinese. Well, that's the Congress and the Senate, and then you've got people who aren't aren't in those two categories they're in another one and it's it's something come I can't remember the term they use but it's somebody that is aiding and abetting these operations and those are the people that you know screwed with the election the judges that didn't do their jobs all of those people so there is a massive amount of bad players that would be found, you know, criminally liable under this particular law. It's called the Law of War. It's a DOD document. You can get it and look at it yourself. And so at this point in the game, not only does the book say that you you, you can start uh, military tribunals, but you can also start executions, and it does not have to be just the United States. They are implying that international tribunals um, are also at this point engaged. So we don't know what might be happening someplace else. So it's a, it's a very interesting um, situation. Very interesting time, yeah. Can I just share a couple of things? Sure. Uh, I was just on Telegram on Pepe Lives Matter and shared a tweet from Mike Pompeo. And it says, praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. And it's a response to a tweet by Caleb Hull, who says 4,800 rounds of 5.56 secured. I don't know what that means in terms of ammo, but and it was put out at 1.09 p.m. So I'm going to do a little queue um, <laughs> exploration here. 
So one of the things that the Anons always look at is the timestamp, which is 109. And that one has an image of a flaming sword. And it's got St. Michael, the archangel, defenders in battle, be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, Prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, cast down to hell Satan and all his evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. And that was from an, an anon. And then Q responds, Amen, brother. So that's... That's uh, drop 109, which is the timestamp on Pompeo's uh, tweet. So then we look at 4,800, which is the 4,800 rounds. And that says it's the image um, like a a movie poster. Um, Hunters become the hunted. The hunt is on. In the invisible war for the future of our republic, the tables are now turned. And then we have 556. And 556 says the cure will spread worldwide. Have faith, patriot. So, in my view, that's a pretty damn encouraging tweet from Pompeo, because we know he puts out all these coded tweets. That's awesome. I love mm. that report. <laughs> what was it Pompeo said? Pompeo said, praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. Hot damn. And then oh, it's, it, it's oh, actually pretty. a reply to a tweet by Caleb Hull that says 4,800 rounds of 5.56 secured. <laughs> just seem to be significant yeah yeah anybody out there oh 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 hang on uh we've got dog comms as well the obama family dog has died oh my gosh that was that was inviting people no 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 the obama Family dog has died, not Biden. Oh, Obama. Oh, I, I that, think of him suppo- as the same. No, there's a, supposedly a code that if a dog dies, the person yeah. who owns it has been taken out. Yeah. Um, oh, and, is that what that means? Yes, yes. Dog comps. Bo, the Obama family dog, has died, according to the former president. The black and white Portuguese water dog who joined the first family in the White House in April 2009, was the last presidential pet before President Joe Biden's dogs, Major and Champ. Uh, And (laughs) this is, uh, uh, of course, Pepe Lies Matter. He's put top keck (laughs) and laughing. (laughs) So there's some interesting... uh, Well, keck, of course. Top keck. K-E-K, it's a, it's a Q term of, you know, <laughs> we've got you kind of thing. I, I'm not sure exactly what it means, but keck is kind of an acknowledgement of something. Let me see. Uh, it's it's a uh, keck is an online term with similar meanings to laughing out loud. 
the Egyptian god Ket portrayed as Pepe the Frog, which is, you know, used a lot in the Q and the QAnon mm. posts. So, so got some interesting comms coming out at the moment. <laughs> it's actually a lot of fun when you look at it, you know. It's a like a puzzle. Oh, yeah. A crime drama. Absolute. Where's James yeah. Bond? Oh, I, for- I forgot to tell you all. I wrote to the press to. Uh, I went in. I was reading uh, from the desk of Donald J. Trump, and and there was a place where I could uh, write to him. So I did. Told him that I miss him and and that we pray for him and in the white hat and. That I've been saying for a long time, God won, Trump won, White Hats won. I've been telling people that on the air, and and uh, I told him I wish I could do something for him, but all I can do is pray and love him, and I just wanted to encourage him. So I did write to him today. Nice. Uh, nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Listen, um, <clears throat> Fernando is in the chat room, and he's asked a couple of questions. One was concerning oh. the, t- the turpentine spiral, and Walt put a link in there to his newparadigmtools.net. That's newparadigmtools, plural, .net, slash turpentine spiral. You can find a turpentine spiral on that website for sale. And I, well, I, I just love my turpentine spiral. Um, and the other thing Fernando asked was was concerning the Shungite. Um, we did a number of shows. I think it ended up being like five shows on what happened on February 21st of 2020 when a blue light came out of the heavens and flew over the Shungite field in uh, Karelia, Russia, and exploded. Now this is this is not made up. This is not sci-fi. There's actually video of this thing doing it, and because I have contacts in Russia, and some of those are right there in Shunga, uh, the village of Shunga, the city, the big city right north or yeah north of it, um, they said they they confirmed it on the ground that yes it did, and it it virtually it was right over the Shungite field, um, so that particular blue light well I did a remote on it Uh, we covered all this before but I did a remote on it and when I did the remote the 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 Shungite because I went to the Shungite field I've been there many times I'm going like okay I'm in the Shungite field but there was all of this blue glow to the Shungite it was like like a plasma coating of some sort little drops of it like you know, a volcano spitting out stuff and it just dropping. Um, and from that moment on, there was a massive change in everything. I mean, within 10 days, we were talking about locking down the world. So when we looked at this, we realized that it matches in stark, uh, you know, coincidence with a prophecy by the Hopis, supposed Hopi prophecy, concerning the Blue Star Kachina. And it says, you know, uh, the Blue Star Kachina will fly, fall from the, the heavens 
and uh, will mark the end of the fourth world and the beginning of the fifth world. So I have to say that we did say an ending to a world. We'll never go back to where we were, that's for sure. And we're in a whole new ball game. So what happened was that people not knowing the story, actually, once we went out and started talking about it, they came back and they said, I actually saw my Chungite, like one of them was wearing a pendant, started glowing blue. Um, her husband had Chungite in his pockets and she started seeing blue from his pockets. People said that the the dog's water started to look blue, like there was a blue glow coming from it. So there were people that saw the instant reaction of the Shungite worldwide. It was hitting in, in Karelia. And, um, yes, it brought in a new energy. Whatever the energy is, it certainly um, was celestially guided. I actually, when I did the remote, thought I was going to see some kind of a space vehicle up there. And um, it wasn't a space vehicle. It was it was like a face. I saw a face, like a huge, huge face. Like it was like I was looking at somebody that was had created this manifestation of this energy to imbue the Shungite with even more than it had before. So that's what that's all about, Fernando. Now, Walt said that it was a meteorite, and that's what we were calling it at the time. But I have to say it was not a meteorite because there was no tail. We couldn't see any indication of any kind of a tail, any kind of a burning. There was burning at the last instant when just before it exploded. But normally when they come in like that, especially it was a, 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 a low trajectory, so it went through the atmosphere for a long time, it would have had a long tail, and we didn't see that at all. So my feeling was when I saw it, when I, you know, did the remote that it was in fact because I saw the explosion <laughs> stupid me I remoted so, yeah, where did this happen <laughs> did it land or does it explode and I got right underneath it so by the time I got there the dang thing was exploding I had to go get out of it and then go back in in a different way not underneath it to see this space I wanted to know where, where did this come from and all I saw was this face so um, it was some kind of divine cosmic energy that was sent to us well what did this face look like well if I had to put a name on it I'd say the face of God <laughs> oh oh cool uh, yeah it was well um, don't forget people we got a Chinese rocket coming down tonight somewhere in the U.S. No, it's going to fall into the water. <laughs> yes, or is it going to fall on the Three Gorges Dam? Because it's washed yes. the water. And there's all of those uh -huh. comms about, you know, the CIA has servers underneath the dam. There is a nuclear whatever. There's, that's where they do the Bitcoin mining. Bitcoin's going to be taken down. There's going to be a few asset-backed cryptocurrencies left. So <laughs> it's all so interesting. God, the movie's going to be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, we're going to find out when the weekend's over, <laughs> where it went. True. 
I mean, it's interesting that they're not, you know, there was a post from the military, I don't know who it was, saying they're not going to try and shoot the whatever the rocket debris is not going to shoot it down. They're not going to destroy it. Well, you know, it, we I assume it's going to land. I wondered some, about it. Yeah, we're going to, you know, we just assume it's going to land somewhere that won't affect people. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, a lot of it is code as well, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's not necessarily um, literal. Meta- right. It could be metaphorical, you know. We're going to take down the the Chinese. <laughs> the Chinese are, uh, you know, are falling rapidly, as it's a Chinese rocket. So, you know, if it's if all of this is coming together because this is international, then we really have to read between the lines so much. <laughs> and yeah, a lot of it's speculation, and a lot of it's you know trying to make sense of things. But even that's fun. Actually, right. It has gotten fun for me. Oh, oh I did say P.S. to to the press. Um, I uh, that it would be nice. It will be nice, and I think it will help more people to wake up when they read about the arrest. The military military trial and the assassinations and my favorite assassination is the rifles the guns I forgot what you call it and but hanging is just as good well the firing 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 squad yes I did have that word (laughs) but that hanging it will serve the same purpose (laughs) I I know he has a sense of humor Oh, he does. I mean, let's see. Have you have you seen on Telegram Il Presidento Trumpo, I think it is, because he got thrown off Twitter with his, although he did set up a new one. If it's him, I don't know if it definitely is. Um, he got thrown off Il Presidento Trumpo by Twitter, but immediately another one popped up, Il Sharko. <laughs> <laughs> I did and not see he's, that. He's got an Il Donaldo Trumpo uh, Telegram channel, which is so. I mean, you know, we've seen him in on his, um, you know, on his rallies, having such a sense of humour. I mean, this is what I think endears so many people to the guy. Um, you know, it's it is so hilarious. I must say. And I was going to say, I know you like, you know, you've been sharing the real raw news um, posts. And I did share, I did cover one last week. I'm skeptical about this site. Yeah, I heard you say that. Yeah, I heard you say that. I'm very skeptical about it. Some of the language that's used, um, you know, and... I don't know. It's just that's why I didn't cover any of it today because I've seen the latest things about, you know, Podesta and Pelosi. Podesta supposedly had a plea deal and now they've revoked that because of all the things he confessed to and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. 
Um, and he gets the firings June 1st. Right. Yes. You know, one, I, one of the things about that... I'm not putting negativity toward that site. No, because okay. one of the things that... Um, I can understand your skepticism. In fact, I could add to what you said last week. However, he is naming people in the U.S. military. And if the U.S. military knew that he was using those names and he was absolutely bogus, he'd be taken down in a heartbeat and probably brought up on charges of treason. Yeah. Or sedition. It'd be sedition. So... or defamation or whatever it might right. be. Right. <laughs> yeah. That if he wasn't absolutely, na- and I mean, I checked out those names. Well, he, I mentioned that last week about Hanning, wasn't it? Who's the whatever the uh, the name, uh, whatever. Anyway, Hanning. Yeah. The ter- well, he's he's like the attorney general of the military. Uh, the Jag. Top of the Jag. He's, yeah, he's like judge something. Judge Advocate. Judge Advocate. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Judge Advocate. Walter, you've been quiet there. Do you have something to say? Uh, No, I've been listening to the conversation. What do you think, Walt? We should ask your pendulum. (laughs) Are they digging up? Because supposedly they're digging up all of these tunnels and then um, flooding them. Yeah. Flooding them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. What? What? They're going to empty out uh, the Pacific or the Atlantic? Because that's that's going to require a lot of water. <laughs> well, I think in the well, DC in, area, in DC, the, the uh, when they're flooding the tunnels, the water comes up out of the sewers. Uh, I can't think what the other name is, and it's not raining. There's no rain. Well. Richard, citizen journalist, filmed a video that was about water flooding the streets and going down into the, you know, into the sewer system. And and that was linked to the level of the Potomac River. And it was like this, all this water on the streets. This was a couple of weeks ago now, I think. So, you know, there was speculation that that was actually flooding the tunnels because there have there have been many people in the anon movement talking about how you know and um, uh, relates to <clears throat> about you know the White House will never be occupied again because it's just you know it had all these the most horrific contents of the tunnels and there's lots of in fact I watched something today I can't I wish I could remember the name of the guy my memory for names is not good at the moment but this was going way back um, somebody who I think got taken out basically saying that underneath the White House were these tunnels where you know they committed these horrific crimes against children and so there's a lot of talk saying, you know, the re- it's linked to the fact that the capital is all sealed off and everything else, that this is just going to be abandoned. It's going to be <laughs> flooded. It's going to be uh, something. But they're never going to occupy the White House again. They're never going to occupy... The, 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 I, Nancy said that the tunnels under the White House were like two miles down. That's a lot of... Hmm. 
Mm. That's a lot of empty space. I mean, that the capacity of those tunnels. Actually, I read through. Three. Wow. Yeah. Well, there are tu- there are tunnels all over the world, but if they if they destroy the tunnels, I guess the question is, you know, if they destroy the tunnels, they blow them up, which is supposedly what a lot of these supposed earthquakes are all about. Will mean that you know there's no you can't flood the tunnels with water, but if you collapse them. Then you're gonna have you're gonna have some uh, repercussions on the surface of sinkholes or whatever it might be. Surely, so even though you know you might not have the need to flood the tunnels with water because they've literally been blown up and destroyed, um, you know, where are we we're feeling earthquakes, but we're not necessarily seeing collapse into those okay i have to interrupt i have to interrupt you because we've got to get off the station um just quick goodbye to everybody (laughs) we only got a minute not even a minute well i'm in the habit of overrunning you may have noticed so thank you everyone for listening it's been lovely to be here thank you for having me and uh love to you all (laughs) dolly say good night Keep praying, everybody. Remember, God loves you. Or, and God won, and Trump won, and the White Hats won. And I'll talk to you later. Bye. Walt, say goodbye. Good night, everybody. Take care. Be safe, everybody. Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. <laughs>